watch this. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for the Black Delegates Podcast. Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast, uh, the best podcast in the history of the world. Can I get an amen? Hey, amen. Amen. Y'all a little delayed. The, the sanctuary is a little quiet today. I need y'all to get a little more soul, a little more love the Holy Ghost up in you. <laughs> I said, can I get an amen? Amen. I don't, I don't even like when the pastors do that. Like, that. <laughs> if, if, if the spirit a little low, just get the preaching and we'll catch up. <laughs> Hey, delegates can't even get hype. It's all good. This is episode 173. We are recording on September 13th. Uh, So facts and information may have changed by the time you are listening. I am the Ghetto Phenom. And with me today, I got uh, Mr. Sesame Street himself, Mr. Boxwine Poppy in the building. What's going on? Sometimes you gotta cheat to stay ahead in this bitch, ah. Drink surf like it's liquor. Street life, I have you catching up to God with yes. Sorry, I had to do so that, man. actually listened to some music that wasn't 1999, huh? <laughs> That's right, I've been bumping that all, all day. Right, congratulations. That's the new Drake. That's the new Drake, man. Welcome, I know. Hey, box wine over there. He uh, it looked like he got that Cornell Haynes Jr. box no. from BK. <laughs> no, I, got, I got the flabbiness going. You can say I got the, got the little gut going. Also with us, we got the Black Ryan. Ryan, what's going on with you? All hail the first Black He Man, King Grayskull. Look him up. Uh oh, he's real. Uh oh, let's go. And finally, last but not least, uh, we have. Shonda, who has uh, many fans, as we have found out. Mm. I heard, I heard. Mm. Shonda, you want to you shout out to your, your fan club? Shout out to the fan club. I have no idea who he or they are or she. I don't know. Who knows? It's oh, it's they. Tell us what lotions you're wearing today. What, what's, what uh, fragrance is this? That's what they want to know, apparently. <laughs> if it'll get our listenership up. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello to the fan club and everyone else. What's up, guys? All right, we we got to get Shonda some social media so they can dive into those DMs. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do that. That's the goal of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Get y'all diving in Shonda's DMs. Uh, you can always check us out at blackdelegates.com. Uh, so first of all, you know we like to uh, send out R.I.P. condolences uh, to some of our favorite celebrities. So uh, with the sad somber uh, news of course we found out that Michael K. Williams uh, of the Wire fame he's done a lot of other things too uh, but he passed away last week we didn't podcast because of the holiday uh, but I'm gonna throw this to Shonda first Shonda Michael K. Williams uh, are you familiar with his work uh, what did you think about his unfortunate passing believe due to an overdose uh, but definitely died too soon yeah, I mean, I thought it was shocking. Um, definitely a, a fan of his work. Most recently, his um, role in Lovecraft Country. Very complicated character, but truly one of my favorites. Um, his personality in the show, I did not care for, but just thought that he was so complex and complicated that it just made me want to know more. So 
really upset that he passed away and again just very shocking but definitely a fan of his work ryan any thoughts same here uh killed it in lovecraft country um i don't have to be a fan of your character to to see that you put on a show and i appreciate all the, all the work he's done i know uh there is a you know them saying that it's an overdose uh, I know Joe Budden mentioned this, and I didn't know because I'm not a drug user, so I don't know anything about it. But it's not like they were putting fentanyl in the drugs on purpose. This is just something that's going down uh, with they're the people it. selling the drugs they to cut, cut it. it. Yeah. They're using fentanyl because it's cheaper than what they normally cut it with, which is crazy. So, man, y'all got to chill. Like, just just spend the money, bro. <laughs> He, he probably was spending the money. I mean, it's just, it's just you know. No, I mean, I mean, whoever's cutting, like, just just buy the regular stuff, man. You can't be putting fentanyl on top of drugs. It's the strongest cancer drug you can get, almost. The patches, anyway. And look, Bob yeah, look, I, I, first of all, uh, I've watched many shows with him. And yeah, man, I mean, I love The Wire. I don't know how y'all felt about The Wire, but The Wire was dope back in the day. I mean, it was like The Shield, then Sopranos, and then The Wire. Like, Sopranos and Wire, I was running, like, I was watching that, like, at the same time, pretty much, those same, that same era. Uh, d- different in both ways, but, man, uh, The Wire was, was probably slightly better than The Sopranos, let's be real. But then he was in Boardwalk Empire. He was the, the greatest name ever, Chalky White. He did not look chalky. He did, definitely was not white in that show. But a great, great uh, character in there, Ch- Chalky White. And then yeah, I never, I never got. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't hang. Boardwalk. I couldn't hang with Bo- with a uh, with a uh, Lovecraft Country, which I heard got canceled. I didn't know they got canceled, uh, and I'm glad it got canceled because it, it looked tra- it was weird as hell. I, I didn't like that. So, <laughs> but look, so the thing I want to say though, Phenom. Have you thought about getting a face scar and getting a little darker? You could, pl- you could. There's, there's acting gigs that you could be the next. You could be Chalky White Jr. You could be uh, Omar. You, you thought about? Have you, have you thought? Do you need a face scar? Have you thought about this? <laughs> Paul ran this by me before he asked you, Phenom, and I told him, "Don't do this joke." But he did it. Anyway. I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did it in the group chat. And, and, which, and you know, it was crickets. It was yes. dry. Don't do it. <laughs> it was crickets then too. Yes. Yeah. No. No need for a face scar. Uh, I will say, you know, Michael K. William was a terrific actor. I think Shonda mentioned uh, his complex roles, and that's sort of what he's known yeah. for. And really, Omar from The Wire was. Um, you know, one of the most complex role. It's one of the greatest characters in yeah. TV history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And everybody loved Omar. Everybody was a fan of Omar. And, you know, especially in our community, yeah. in the black community, uh, we have uh, a, a bit of homophobia. But the fact that they made a character who was openly gay, who was a gangster, like robbing drug dealers. Uh, and he played all of that with, you know, depth and precision. I mean, yo, just whistling, just, just whistling when you come actor. down the street and everybody being scared is hard. <laughs> right. But look, when that, that first, that, that first scene, when they showed that he was gay, like that was, that was, that was, that was, that was weird. <laughs> it was a, hey, it was a reveal. You didn't expect it. So I, I saw the dude was a, was a, uh, he's a dancer. He's done some background dancing. Yeah. He was like in Jan Jackson videos and stuff video, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. where did that come from? That's crazy. So just Google him, YouTube. Uh, Michael K. Williams dancing, and there's plenty of videos with him dancing on there. Yep. Gotcha. And celebrities, stop using the hard drugs, man. It seems like every celebrity we see die young. It's always drug-related. So um, you got to find another outlet. Like, I would feel like, man, if I had all these millions, 
and somebody is like, hey, let's try some cocaine or some heroin or something. Like, no, no I got all this money. <laughs> I'm going to go to Aruba. Gotta, <laughs> no, thank you. But uh, anyway, all right, let's move on. Uh, we, oh, listener feedback. To, I'm going to throw this to the Black Ryan. Koozie life is real. Koozie life is real. This is from the homie Taru. Paul, he said to tell you the koozie life is real, man. He said he got so many koozies around the crib. I, I believe him and Mario uh, vouched for the koozie life. He also said that it's, he has one that fits a 40 ounce. So you know they're serious. <laughs> now that's the I, like, I ain't never seen one koozie. that fit a 40 ounce, but yeah. <laughs> he said you need to get on a koozie. It's just, it's just something you got to do. I, I, I look, literally, I've never owned one in my entire life. I don't plan to. Do y'all own one? Do y'all, y'all got koozies? Mm-hmm. I've had them before. With like man. little, like I got, little, the, I got like the little, Yeti. I don't drink, so I got to. I mean, I don't need it. You got the little, like the. I probably have gotten one, like from a golf tournament yeah. or something like that. But I don't, I don't use them. But I'm sure I have a couple of them around. Yeah, I don't use them either. But I feel like the last several places I've worked, I've gotten one with the branding on it. It's a, it's an easy sure. purchase. All of those little spots it, have it. See, put your name on a koozie. It's yeah. a it's another level. It's one level to like get the koozie. It's another level to like actually use the koozie. Actually it's a thir- it. it's a thir- it's a third <laughs> level to bring like six of them to the pool and then use them in said right. pool. That's like the that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. The that's a level way beyond right there. Like I can't sound, picture it. Sound like a merch opportunity. Exactly. Black delegates koozies <laughs> coming soon. Let's do it. Probably could do that. We're gonna put. We're gonna put. Right, in, we put Hennessy. Get... We need one that fits a Hennessy bottle. That's what I need. This <laughs> is right. Crown Royal. Let me get that. Let me get one of them velvet right. koozies. All right. Let's get into this week in blackness for any new listeners. This week in blackness, we we'll just talk about what's going on from our black and brown perspectives. First, I'm gonna throw it to the Black Ryan. Ryan, how was your week in blackness? My week was cool, man. I appreciate having the extra time off. Uh, y'all don't understand how much I need to recharge. Uh, so it always, it falls in perfectly. And then I'm, I'm right back and excited about potting. So I needed it. And I'm, I'm glad to talk to y'all because uh, Paul didn't talk to me for two weeks. So I'm going to start off with that. Uh, <laughs> Paul texting, whining, true. crying, beef, complaining. Beef. Yeah, we definitely got pod beef. Whining, crying, complaining. And he's just like, man, what was your symptoms for COVID? Uh, I'm not feeling too good. I gotta, I gotta run your nose. Uh, uh. And I'm like, all right, man. And so remember, he was up here. Uh, he was saying how he was gonna take my challenger and all this, and I was positive for COVID. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get this dude back. So I hit him with, yo, I know you're not coming to me complaining about no rhino virus. Call me when you got a real virus. I was like, you soft. You ain't positive for COVID. What you crying and whining about? You fine. I was like, go take you some NyQuil, go sit down and drink some water. (laughs) And I did. And I I did. I left it at that. But for some reason, didn't hear from Paul for two weeks. That's not true. That's not true. You you hit me like a couple days. I was like, no, man, I'm cool. Oh, man. I had to ask you. I was just like, yo, how you doing? You cool? And you just like, I'm okay. And that was it. You will never say, I'm okay. Hyperbole right here. This is hyperbole. Mm-hmm. He he got scared. Man. Secret COVID over yeah, there. Yeah, he got scared, and then and then he got mad at me because I gave him a dose of his own medicine. <laughs> but it's cool. Um, other than that, let's see. I was back at the DMV again. It's the spot, apparently. Uh, y'all remember yeah, I, I sold the car, right? Dude mm-hmm. called me back. Worst fears, <laughs> and I was just mm-hmm. like, "No, what happened?" And he like, "Yo, DMV wouldn't take the title. They said you got to order another one." 
So I like I ran off on lunch. Luckily, wasn't nobody there. Ordered another title. And I'm like, I don't know how long this mug gonna take. Cause last time it took forever. Man, I got it by next Friday, which was cool. So last Friday I got it. I text dude, yo, I got the um the title. He told me, come up to the DMV over here by the crib. And he asked me, would I stand in line with him and do all that? And I'm like, nigga, I don't want to stand in no line with you, dog. Like, the DMV is a horrible place. <laughs> so, luckily, again, God God shined his light upon me. Walked in. It was only a couple people. But, of course, one of the uh, people at the register had or whatever had to go take a lunch break as soon as we walk in. So, it's down to one person. <laughs> See, they take it forever. So, we still stood there for like an hour. But is that normal? Like, in y'all state, y'all got to y'all gotta go down there, like, the, the buyer and the seller to, to do all that? Is that how, that's how it works? No. No. But there's there's one part on there where he said we had to get it. Um, it says on the website that you need to get it uh, notarized. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'm just like, it. why I got to notarize this part? He's like, well, I need a bill of sale. And I'm like, you got the title. Like, what else do you need? And but he wanted me to do it, so I'm just like, all right, man, fine. So I stood in line, but come to find out, I didn't need to be there. Gotcha. I could have just yeah, well, I don't give it to him. And the thing is, is you know, like when we just bought my wife's car, and I think I talked about it on the pod, so I'm not going to go into deep detail. But we ended up between the two of us going up to the DMV like six times. Mm Uh, because they're just a stickler for like everything on that title. So at first the dealer filled out something wrong, so they wouldn't take it. We went back to the dealer. They, you know, sent us something, but it wasn't the right thing, and we had to go back. And so it was just like all these trips back and forth because in the first error, it actually was instead of putting a full year, instead of putting 2021, mm-hmm. they put 21, like it was like 4, 18, 21 or whatever. And they're like, oh, this doesn't say 2021. We can't accept this. Stupid dog. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they're like a real stickler where it's got to be perfect. So I know that's probably why he was like, hey, man, just sit up here because if they want something different, like, yeah, let's yeah. just get it yeah. taken care and of. That's so what I had said. to come back up. That's there. what he said. I mean, thank God, because at first I was going to fill out the title again, same way, right? Thank God I didn't, because guess what? Old lazy son of his didn't show up, because he's just like, oh, I don't have time to come up there. Bro, why is your daddy filling out the title for your car for you? So I'm like, are you going to put it in your name now? And he's like, yeah, I guess I have to, because he's not here, and he said he don't have time to come up here. I was like, okay. So luckily, all I did was fill out my little portion, and I left all there as blank, period, because I was going to go back and put it all in there and just say, all you got to do is sign it, but worked out. So uh, uh, we was in and out. Dude was super cool about it. So that's good. Uh, hopefully I never hear from him again. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, the Alpines, man, I got to talk about it. So got the new Challenger. The best thing about the Challenger is the Alpine speakers. Yo, what have I been listening to my entire life? It's changed my world where I need to get back and start listening to more music. I was listening to them crappy minivan speakers, the crappy Malibu speakers, <laughs> my crappy Bluetooth. I've, I've rethunk everything. I, I've changed. I just ordered a new uh, speaker set, and like, yo, I'm finna redo this whole whole system up in the house because th- this ain't it. This ain't it. It's trash. I feel like I gotta listen to everything in the car. So, yep, I'm now a, a snob on the on the on the speakers for the I car. I definitely talked about the wife's car. We drove in it the other day because the whole family wanted to go. And I was like, yo, <laughs> these are speakers you be listening to? Like, look at this four-cylinder. I was like, it's so slow. What is this? Can we go any faster? Like, I was just dissing her the whole time. I'm just like, man, this car is for brokies. 
<laughs> You've been pushing that minivan for 15 years. Right. Now he got a nice car. The wood paneling on the side. Now he's just yep. trying to flex on us. Okay. Yep, snobbing it out. But other than that, man, that was, that was it for me. It was a cool week, though. Hilarious. Box wine poppy. What about you? How was your weekend brown? Week was good, man. Enjoyed the holiday. Did a little traveling with the family. Uh, just, you know, took the kids some places. But, uh, yeah, uh, watched a lot of sports. Man, football's back. I, a question for the black delegates. Do we watch? Are we supporting football finally three, four years later? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Shonda's stance is on this. Uh, the, the other black delegates were off football. Are you back on? Phenom, you said you're back on. What's, what's going on? Give me a status update on football. Well, what I said is I'm not actively boycotting anymore, but what happened is on those, whatever, like four years I didn't watch, I kind of just lost interest. Yeah. So if I see it on, I'll watch it. Like the Chiefs, it, like if I catch one of those games, I might watch the whole game. But I'm like I don't come home on Sundays or wake up on Sundays like, ooh, I got to turn on the football. But if I'm flipping through channels and it's on there, you know, I'll sit there and look. And I was looking at whatever game was on the night a little yeah. bit. Uh, before the podcast started, Ryan, what about you? Absolutely none. No, I have no interest in it. I don't. I don't have to keep up with it. I'm not playing fantasy. I don't know none of these dudes. I did try to watch right. one game, and I looked, and I was like, "Who are these Negroes?" <laughs> I, don't, I ain't seen none of them ever in my life, so I don't care. So I'm just like you know, I'll watch y'all talk about it on whatever on Twitter. Yeah, I was seeing they were talking about somebody's backfield, maybe the Ravens or something like that. Oh, decimated. And it sound like. Like four like cold cats, but I guess they all old now and trash. So I was like, "Ooh, that's that's that sound dope. That sound dope." And they're like, uh, "In 2015, this would have been a great backfield." And I was like, "Oh, I guess me students are old now." Sean, do you watch football? No, I, I'm guessing no. You don't look don't like you would watch football. Well, I don't actively boycott it, but I mm. will, I, will, I watch it if it's on. My gotcha. brother actually went to the Chiefs game yesterday, so I can't wait to tag him. Mm. How it was. No, not, a lot, mass, not, action, huh? not a lot of masks. Preseason and not a lot of masks at that co- at that at that Chiefs game. saw <laughs> the crowd. No masks out there. But yeah, man. So watching a lot of sport. I watch tennis too. You know, so I'm I'm equal opportunity offender. I watch a little tennis. I don't know if y'all do that. Uh, saw my man. Oh, I saw the girl. What's her name? Radu Rada Canoe. Like a, she looks Hispanic. I'm not really sure. I have to I have to investigate that. If she's Hispanic delegation. But this girl was like basically. She was like. 400th in the in the in the in the world or something like that went to the u.s open she had she was like she had no she wasn't seated at all and and didn't lose a single set in the entire yeah. tournament and just swept through and she's like and she's like 15 16 years old nice. whooping and serena wasn't in there of course so and then osaka was out early so that was dope watch a little bit of that and then uh and then so like then also 9-11 i don't want to get into 9-11 because it man it it, it 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 always depressed me anytime that stuff i have to read about that stuff man i cannot stop like Anytime I had to hear about the, the I, I, I start reading up on those like the, the the passengers that took the plane down. I read about the the jumpers and man it makes me sick. But I was hitting up Ryan, and I said I said man I said man if you did you if you've been you've been reading it finance nine eleven stuff the you know the, the 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 ceremonies and stuff like that. He said he said no nah, not really. I know it's, we got talking about 9-11 and stuff like that. And I was talking about like man the things that oh. bug me is like the story when the people go up there like there was a story about some lady. And she had like a work meeting up at the top floors, and she was her coworkers was down like a low, like on the sixtieth floor, and she was going to the top floor to have a lunch meeting, and and the lady's like, oh, "I'm running behind. I'll meet you there five minutes later." And then five minutes later, of course, we know what happened. And Ryan's like, "See, this is why I'm never on time to anything." 
And I said, BPT is a, is a defense mechanism. And his argument was, yes, it's a defense mechanism. Always has been. And so I want <laughs> he said, he said, right. he said hey, tell me what you said, Ron. Tell me what you said. You said, you said you can. <laughs> you never, you don't never die if you're late. Like the only time you die, if you're in an accident because you're rushing, trying to be early. You're rushing, trying to be on time. You guess what? I can't rush and have a, make a mistake if I'm late. I just get there when I get there. It's cool. So you see, this is the mind. Except when it's a meeting, you can't you can't be late for meetings. That's not cool. He's lying. He, he he always late to meetings. No, that's true. that's true. <laughs> Don't be late for no meeting, man. If you tell somebody you're gonna be there, be there. So so what do y'all think? Y'all y'all like his theory? What do, what do y'all think, Fino? I'm with it. With it. I'm with it. So show up 15 minutes late every time. Okay. <laughs> yep. It can't be 15 every time because you're not coming at the same time every day. You, you get there when you get there. But anyway, so that, Brian that made me laugh because I'm, I'm sitting there watching this stuff, depressed. I'm texting him, seeing that, seeing if he's watching this stuff, being depressed as me. And he's like, no. But he's like, but yeah, don't ever be on time for nothing. You'll, you'll live longer. So I was like, okay. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe chuckle on a, on a really miserable morning. So I was, I was cool. Other than that, man, nothing else going on. What about you, Shauna? Yeah, I too enjoyed my, my week off. So um, thank you guys for that. That was spectacular. Um, I did <laughs> Great do- benefits plan here at the, here at the BPP. <laughs> BDP. I will take it. I did do um, something that I swore on this show that I never had to do again. And I didn't only do it once. I did it twice. And that was uh, go to the movie. Trick, trick Daddy. Daddy. Uh, no. Oh, oh yeah. No. God. Wow. <laughs> Call HR. I'm calling HR myself. Hey, I know. Dang. No, I went to the movies. I went to the movies to see Candyman, and uh, oh. I, I could not wait for the streaming. I was really excited to see it, but um, uh oh, was it terrible? Yeah. Like everybody say? I mean, okay. So when I first saw it, I loved it, and then once I really had a chance to sort of digest it and compare it—not necessarily compare it, but compare the true essence of Candyman—I mm-hmm. thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. And I think that the the pandemic was unfortunate because I think it would have had a greater impact if it had been released last year. But it's not a bad really? movie at all. Yeah. It was Did you really was... get bit by a spider? Is that real? Okay. I did, thought that because somebody said that and I'm just like, what? But I didn't take it as, as good. Did you uh did you go back to your house and, and say Candyman in the bath? Did you get scared in the bathroom at any point in time later on that night? Yeah, when I got back and I took a shower, I was like not even making eye contact with myself in the mirror. Like I didn't even look <laughs> towards the mirror like at all. Like no, there was a website that I saw too even before I saw the movie, and it said if you said Candyman five times like on this website, then it would automatically like play like the final trailer of the movie. And yeah, I ain't doing that. There's yeah, there's no way. It's like I watched the whole movie, <laughs> but there's no way I'm gonna put myself in a position to say his name five no. times and then just see, yeah, no. Candyman, Candyman, that's, Candyman. That's some white people hilarious. stuff. Yeah, that's no, just some I'm white people stuff. Candyman, yeah. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Hey, that's one more time. If your, if your lights flash <laughs> and you vanish, <laughs> right. it's on it, it, right. is it the right. same right. Candyman? Nice is the same Candyman from the first one? The 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 dude that he's always in all the horror movies. Is that is it the same him or a different one? Well, I don't want to spoil it for you. Don't guys spoil it. So it's a it's a complete remake, though. It's not okay. Okay. it's not a continuation because he technically died, I guess. In the well, I don't know. It was I mean, like three there's candy some masks. References, yeah, there's some references for sure. But it was it okay. was cool. Like I said, I think that last year, if it had come out, it would have been a little more timely. But mm. 
After you guys see it, maybe we can talk about it a little deeper. Candyman versus Freddy Krueger. Who, who, who gets their ass whooped? Mm, Come on, dog. I'm going to say... You, you going black delegation? Is what you mean? You going black delegation, Ryan? No. No? Candyman's kind of trash, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, what you going to do? You going to sit in the bees and your hook? He got the hook. Man, get out of here with that hook. He got the hook. No, man. The hook ain't that scary. Just don't let him get by. I feel like Kruger you. can move a little more stuff. Like he could be. Yeah, he, he could turn into different back. stuff. Yeah, he got he got skills. You can't <laughs> mess with that. All right, all right. So, but no. So, and then I also too like you, uh, Box One Poppy. I tortured myself with the nine eleven documentaries, and they were so heavy. But I could not pull myself away from them. Uh, yeah. There was um, actually one you mentioned. Uh, I think it was in a group chat. John Stewart and his new talk show. But I never pay him much attention, but he was in one of the document documentaries that I watched and I really enjoy his perspective. So I'm definitely going to dig into his work a little bit more. Yeah, he's a uh, he's I mean, he, he's like he's went to Capitol Hill, you know, getting money for the, the firefighters or whoever, you know, the people that were yeah. the first responders that, you know, all their, you know, got had diseases or whatever like that. Cause breathing all that asbestos exactly. or whatever, whatever they breathed in. So, yeah, he's been fighting for that. So, yeah, yep. dope dude. That's exactly what he was talking about. Yep, Fina, what about you, man? Yeah, so for me, I actually had a gang of stuff happen. I guess it's been two weeks, so maybe you got more time. Uh, one, actually, when Ryan was talking about uh, box wine poppy's illness, I forgot. I had a little uh, case of something, a little stomach bug or something like that that hit uh, like last week. And it, I mean, it, it had me messed up for a little bit like it, it lasted longer than i thought i end up my wife kept telling me go to urgent care go to urgent care and i was like eh you know i'm i'm good and i ended up going and uh you know as always happen when i go to urgent care they you know do these tests and stuff they did the covid test it was not covid uh, they actually did a bubble guttitis test cat scan <laughs> because i had like a terrible terrible headache and that came out negative uh so ended up being nothing but i mean for a couple of days, probably about three, four days, you know, like I was hurting just in the bed, wow. you know, kind of sleeping or whatever. Um, so that happened. I almost forgot about and it. Was that. Just, it just also, went away on its own. Nothing like no medicine. Nothing. Well, yeah, like, actually, we would, y'all keep wait, talking wait, about that, drink that, daddy, man. Don't he, do it. He, he eating at 11 o'clock at night every night. That's what this was. He eating, he eating like a uh, Nashville hot, hot chicken at night, two in the morning. This, this is the problem right here. <laughs> nah, it, it had to be like a stomach virus. But I had um, last time I went to the doctor, they had given me some antibiotics um, and basically told me if I had a fever, you know, to take it. And so I just like I'm taking these in like after three days of my stomach kind of being, I was like, man, I'm about to take these antibiotics. I'm like, this got to be a stomach virus or something. And once I start taking those, actually, it helped. So Weird. whatever it was, it's, it's how much gone. weight you lose. You, oh. lost, you lost a good 10. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, probably not. Uh, also, let's see. Today. So I went. Went, did some golfing, oh. something I hadn't done. I hadn't actually played golf on a course in probably like two years since pre-COVID. Like, I've been in the driving range. I've been to Top Golf, But uh, my old boss called. He's like, yo, we got one of these charity scrambles. You want to play? So took a half day from the gig, went out there, played that. It was interesting because the first 10 holes, I was straight garbage, like – couldn't get the ball up like ball rolling like embarrassingly bad then everybody on my team left like my old boss and my old co- colleagues 
they just left it. They're like, man, it's too hot. We're old. We about to get out of here. And I was like, man, I can't leave. I ain't hit one good ball. I'd hit, I hit one decent putt and that was it. So they like, well, go ahead and stay and play. I kid you not. The next hole, great shot. The the next hole after that, like as soon as they left, all of a sudden, just like Tiger Woods. But when they was there, I was just straight garbage. So it don't count, man. Just lack of concentration or something. Don't know what that was all about. But once they left after after I played the tenth hole, like I was straight after that. Phenoms fail of the week. (laughs) You supposed to be the top notch athlete around here. You can't be having bad games. Hey, as soon as they left, I was good. But uh, also, my cousin, shout out to her. She had a birthday party. It was at a karaoke bar. Mm. So uh, got to do some karaoke with the family. And that that was fun. Uh, it was interesting. My wife, who is actually like a good singer, she sings in the church. She was like, I'm not singing. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not singing? Like, you are for real singer. And, of course, she ended up singing. That's uh, what you sing. sing. Did they you sing? sing. Right. Hold on. We didn't, we didn't know what you what you got sung and what what you drop what was what you drop off. Come on. What'd you, give it. Give us a little something. Let's see. I did. Uh, the one song we did together was um, all. Uh, what is it? Meth, Method Man and Mary J. Blige. Oh, all I need. Nice. Although I, I messed. I forgot the last verse because the karaoke was kind of. It was bad because the words didn't come up until they said them. Mm-hmm. It didn't come up like a little early. So by the time he got on that last verse. I didn't know it well enough or I didn't know what was coming next. So I, I struggled through that. Wife killed that. Uh, I did Contagious, not the R. Kelly version, <laughs> just the one with, uh, <laughs> with the Osley brothers. Uh, probably the best song I did was with one of my brothers. We did uh, Montel Jordan, This Is How We Do It. And he was also, I was like, yo, bro, come on, come on. He's like, man, I don't, I don't know this. I'm not doing this. I was like, yo, come on. And he did it, and he was just super energetic. Uh, so that that was dope. So I mean, we did a we did a gang of stuff, man. We were there for like two and a half. Hours. What was the worst? What was the worst rendition you heard? If you can tell us, I don't, it, it probably was me doing something. Probably, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what was the first song I did that sucked. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, I no, actually, it was probably. Uh, all I need, like I say, I forgot the words. So I was just like, uh. <laughs> I have never done karaoke. You gotta try it, man. You say you never done it? You gotta it? try it, man. Oh, you gotta yeah. do it, man. It's a, Even if you can't sing, it's, it's fun. Blast. Even if you can't sing, it's fun. I be trying to get the right. karaoke off at the crib, man, but don't nobody want to do it when I'm at the house. Like, you got the you got the little you got the little kit, you got the you gotta little go joint. to a bar, karaoke bar, man. Take the and family man, if to the one. The fam can't do it with you over the Bluetooth speakers. I mean, I can't be taking them to the bar. She ain't gonna do it. Which, My wife, I've never heard her home before. You Michael, you Michael Jackson's daddy? Do it. If you pay for it, they'll do it. If you're at home doing it for free, they ain't going to do it. You got to shame them. And uh, last but not least, so to, been talking about, you know, this whole car situation, trying to look for a car, people calling me every single day trying to buy my car. So I finally went up last weekend, took my car to the dealership, let them give me a quote. Uh, the quote they gave me, it was kind of a lowball quote. I was like, yeah, I'm not about to do this. I had gotten a quote on Vroom and CarMax, you know, like a month ago. So the guy called me back today. He was like, yeah, you know, what'd you think? I said, eh, that quote was a little bit low. He's like, well, we really want to buy your car. You know, what would it take? So I basically I told him the Vroom quote uh, because that was the highest one I'd seen. He's like, let me call you back. And that was like, 2000 more than they had offered me. He said, let me, let me call you back. 
Dude come back like 10 minutes later, and this is why I'm on the golf course. Like, uh, you got a deal. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I was like, I'm on the, I'm on the so tour. I done sold my car, and I ain't got no new car. <laughs> so, so I'm supposed to take that Saturday. So I, I'm going to have to figure out uh, quick in a hurry what I'm going to do next. But like I said, I, I was leasing this vehicle. So the fact that somebody about to, uh, you know, drop me off a couple racks, nice, nice amount of racks uh, for a leased vehicle, I'll take it. All right, well, let's get into these topics. This week in Black is a little bit long. But also, we got to check to see why AI uh, somehow sees black men as primates. Uh, Shonda, what's this all about? Yeah, so last week, Facebook, they issued an apology on behalf of their artificial intelligence software because for over a year, um, it asked its users watching a particular video that featured um, black men that were, I guess, celebrating a birthday, and a white man ended up calling 911 to report that he was being harassed. But Facebook's AI asked the user if they wanted to see more videos about primates, quote unquote. So Facebook, they've uh, disabled this topic recommendation feature, and they said that they're investigating the error. And then they also issued the apology. But do you guys think this was really just a result of a major technical error? Or do you think that something more sinister was at play? <laughs> Ryan, you're shaking your head. All right, let's play it. Somebody in the in the uh, in the devs at Facebook has been doing this for quite some time. I saw in a story that there was a mention to was it a uh, uh, I guess the Prime Minister of China or something? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Chinese exactly. Prime Minister. They had something about him in there, and so those kind of things don't just randomly show up. Um, I don't think the AI is that bad. So yeah, man, it's just one of those things. We got racist people putting in little little reminders here and there that we still out here. So y'all watch your backs. <laughs> Box wine. I, I guess I'm mean, out. I'll, I'll, I'll take y'all the word for it. I'm not on Facebook, man. I haven't been on Facebook in probably like nine years. I got no plans to go back there, man. So I'm cool. I don't really <laughs> care. Actually, don't matter because uh, whatever AI they're using, it ain't gonna affect me because I'm never getting on there. I don't think there's anybody in the background that's, you know, purposely dropping in a little stuff like that. I just think AI is racist. And why is AI racist? Because America as a whole is just racist. And so um, when you look at, well, not even America as a whole, but when you look at the technology sector, it's a very white sector, uh, especially dominated by white males. And there's just not a lot of um, diversity in that, in those fields, inclusion in those fields, especially when it comes to like programmers. So I think it's just inherent bias, you know, that shows up. Those people, even if they're not racist, they're biased and they, they don't check for that stuff. Like they don't go in and look to see, all right, um, you know, what shows up when we do black. Remember when iPhones first started to do i think face unlock um, it didn't recognize <laughs> black people yeah. or you know when when phones first started making like when you smile it'll automatically take a picture it wouldn't work with black people 
And the thing is, is they don't test this stuff with black people. They don't test the software. They don't test the code. Like they don't test none of that because it's, it's not a whole lot of black people around them. They're just like, yo, chat, yo, come over <laughs> here. Shit. Let's do this. So <laughs> I think that that is more the issue is just there's not enough black people involved in the process. Uh, this happened with Google. This happened with Facebook. This happened probably with all of them i think snapchat when they used to do the uh when snapchat first started doing the filters like the motion filters they wouldn't work on black people like we just see it over and over again so you got to start incorporating black people when you're testing out hey if that thing said uh we're sorry we don't know what you were just watching then it'd be fine but it asked specifically for primates, for primates just happened yeah. to do that i mean it's not working and showing me primates two different things just is. Yeah, I think it's one thing to be forgotten and then another thing to be specifically asked. I mean, like primates and not even like you're it's recognizing the human form as a primate. If it just happened across the board, okay, fine. But black men and now all of a sudden primates, you got, you know, the baboons, the gorillas, the monkeys, like that's I don't know. We don't talk about monkeys or gorillas ever until it's got something to do with black people, man. (laughs) Every time. It's shady. Super shady. But I'm not on Facebook either. So, yeah, get off Facebook. uh... Keep going. Keep going. All right. All right. Let's kick it to the next topic. Uh, Yeah, this is not a very good description, so I'm not going to read it. We're just going to throw it over to the Black Ryan to describe his story. Yes, Lenny Square Mall in Buckhead, uh, down in Atlanta, like every mall in the country, has been kind of having issues with the young people and folks with anger issues bringing in guns and shootings everywhere. I told y'all a few weeks ago about uh, my my daughter out at the mall with her uh, sister and you know, things popping off and somebody getting killed and it's happening all over the world or well, all over this country, definitely. Just this but, country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the most part, because everybody else will get rid of the guns because they're the problem. But um, after the last shooting there in Lenox Square, they decided that after 3, p- or after 3 p.m., they were not going to allow uh, underage individuals under the age of 21 to be in there without an adult. Now, this is not the first place to bring this up, but I thought it was a maybe a good topic to talk about. Do we think this is fair? Because hanging out at the mall has been a staple in society since malls were, you know, came into being. Like, you go out, you go with your friends, you go to the mall. Nobody wants to go with their mom after a certain time. I don't remember last time mama went with me to the mall. If you want to go, you she might drop you off, but that's about it. So where did the young people go? Whose fault is it? What can we do? Um, just thought it was a, it was a decent topic of discussion. So I'm going to let Fina. What you think, man? Um, I mean, I think malls here in St. Louis have done that at least at certain times where, uh, you know, young people had to be with an adult. And that's just due to a certain thing, you know, like this, like little violent incidents or fights or uh, whatever. So, um, I mean, you got to protect the the guest if that's a, uh, something that's happening a lot in that area. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. And I think, 
you know, let's keep it real. Now a lot of people, so many people shop online. Like the mall ain't to kids now what it was to no. us. Like, like for us, like that was a social spot to go on the weekend or after school. Like, what you doing? I'm going to the mall. Yeah, you gotta buy a damn we ain't had no money. <laughs> now we ain't had no not money. a dollar, not a dime. Yeah. We wasn't buying nothing. We just walking around, touching clothes, looking at shoes that we know that we can't <laughs> buy. Um, but now, like, you know, kids, they can order that stuff online. Uh, so I, I think the mall still is a social spot for them, but, um, I don't know. I mean, who's really up in? I, I don't really go to the mall like that. Uh, my wife, I think she likes to go to the mall from time to time, but I just I don't do the mall either. So I could care less if kids are running around or not. Um, Shonda, what about you? Are you a mall shopper? Mm, I am not a mall shopper. That's I was kind of thinking about what my position would be on this, and maybe twenty years ago I would care. I'm sorry. Well, twenty five years ago I would care. I just I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I think, Black Ryan, you posted a question, like, whose fault is it? Because I will say, despite not going a lot, when I do go, I want to be safe. And there are definitely, you know, just across the board, like, many incidents. And I know Buckhead in Atlanta in particular is, like, a really ritzy area. And they've been having, like, a lot of issues lately with crime. And I think even um, recently, not to make light of it, but... Uh, ludicrous he got his car stolen in buckhead not too long ago but i mean literally i think he was at an atm atm machine and his car was did they say move (laughs) (laughs) if they didn't they they missed the opportunity (laughs) (laughs) and he just started laughing it was like go ahead and take it bro that was (laughs) nice (laughs) (laughs) but they have really been dealing with a lot of crime and 3 p.m is super early but think that definitely those are probably necessary steps in order to sort of get a handle back on the issues that they've had in that particular area. I don't have a problem with it because, you know, the age, I guess, curfew, whatever, is not going to affect me and and has not for quite some time. But (laughs) but I, I do think that definitely that there do need to be efforts in order to stop it because it is pretty bad. Like I have for our mall here, the gallery at which we have a lot of, a lot of our issues are taking place there. One of uh, my friends, her brother was the mayor of uh, Richmond Heights. I'm not sure if he still is or not, but some of the stuff that didn't even make it to the news that I would hear about as a result of, you know, just, you know, all the creepy stuff that would happen at the mall was really, really disturbing. So I don't have a problem with the curfews because I think sometimes they're necessary. Let me pop back in before you, Paul, real quick, just in case you got a joke. So the real, I guess, talking point for me of this was that they said that a 21-year-old can bring in, I think it said no more than four people, but it says you are responsible then for whatever those kids do. Oh, no. Now, I have, I've said this before that I feel like, unfortunately, we are becoming the trashiest generation. <laughs> like us, like we have the teenagers now or people that had kids in our age group, maybe slightly older. And we just kind of let our kids kind of do whatever. Like, I don't think we police our kids the way we probably need to. And they kind of just doing, they just left to their own devices. And we got to stop doing that. Somebody has to take responsibility for said kids when they do things like that. Do you think, and I don't know how far they're going to push it, is this something where literally if your child does something, you should be responsible for it in order to force parents to police? I mean, I would be very upset 
if my kids went out and did some dumb stuff and I got to go to jail because I'm going to kill them then. But, <laughs> hey, that's kind of the point. <laughs> they want to make sure that they don't do anything. Paul, you got the last word on this. What you think? I, I think the, the odds are really – look, man, I mean, I mean, the, the rule is basically you have to be with, like, an adult. But it doesn't say, like, your parent or anything like that. But, like, right. man, can you imagine if my if, if your kids – if you take your kids to the mall as a chaperone and they still whoop somebody's ass or shoot somebody? Like, what you, you've done a horrific job as a parent. So, it doesn't like, – uh, well, I don't know. I guess it could happen depending on what kind of parent you are. But nine times out of ten, they probably cool while you're there. Nine times thing maybe this is like just hanging out with some people. But man, I'm, I'm I mean like I mean like y'all, I'm for it. I like going to the malls occasionally. I don't like going to the malls a lot, but you know I'm there. I mean I, I can look at it respectfully when I'm in the mall. I like that part of the aspect of it. I just need to highlight that. Uh, I don't like when my wife being this in there shopping forever and taking. And I got I got nowhere to sit. Look, man, when you go to the mall. And you got the women's store. Why do not? Why? How come every women's store don't have like a little men's section? That, or just have a little. It should men's be like a sports just bar up down. in there. Because I hate going to the mall and you just sitting there walking around with, and follow behind your wife and you got nothing to look at in there. You like, you know, what am I looking? I'm like, I'm gonna touch this like bra. A yeah, I can't sit there and touch. I can't look at nobody in here. I can't touch no, no. I can't touch this bra over here. Nothing. I can't do nothing. I just gotta stand here like this, with my hands down, and just gotta like walk around, just follow her around like a little puppy dog, like until until she finally leaves. Give me like a little get. Give me like a little booth for like three. Put three, four dudes in there. Put a TV in there with some sports on, and we cool. Yeah. Instead of making me look like a weirdo, just walking around here like this. Are you ready to pay for this? Okay, let me go and pay for this. That's all. That's all, that's all I'm doing. It's, it's stupid. But yeah, get them kids up out of there. F them kids. Uh, we got we got, we got a mall here that's doing the same. That, that just instituted the, the exact same policy because they got some had some shootings and stuff like that. And so yeah, man, it comes to my mind like, oh, that's that mall. We got, if we gonna the kids go there this ain't weekend. at the mall. They going somewhere. Where else do you want them to go? Man, they, they, look, they haven't built they, they haven't built like an indoor mall in the whole country like in years. Like the, the this this mall right here is an old mall, but it's still very very fancy. But like most malls are now these outdoor malls. You you've seen them, right? The outdoor type malls, exactly. you know. So yeah, and that, the reason for that they they built them outdoors solely to keep kids out because kids ain't gonna want to loiter outside all day long in the hot sun in the summer like they used to like we used to do when we were kids and you know on friday nights saturday nights so i don't know where the kids are gonna go to but they got to get the hell on from here that's, that's all I know. <laughs> and, and, they, and they doing it because 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 most places don't have no malls no more i mean most malls are most indoor malls are closed down i mean and the one the few that are there they're they're honestly they're dying so i mean i think this is gonna be a point but where the kids go i don't care go to a park go to your friend's house go play uh madden or whatever you, whatever you do i don't know what the kids do nowadays but just keep away from me that's all i know let me walk around the aisles walk, looking at ass in peace respectfully that's what i want to do well, we're going to be... Uh, With the sunglasses on. you old as a mug when our kids is going to the mall again. So, we're going to have this the topic 10 years from now. Probably. So trouble. Keep going! Keep going! So, next up, we have Ask the Black Delegates. Uh, and this is just a question that we ask each other, sometimes hypothetical. Sometimes it is uh, a real question. And so, uh, a lot of times these are jacked from Ask Reddit. Uh, probably jack this one from there as well. Uh, but ask black delegates, what are three movies that you're confident you've seen at least 10 times and why movies that you have seen 10 times? And to our listeners, we want to know what movies have you seen 10 times and why? Make sure you hit us up on social media at black delegates, underscore between black and delegates, uh, or email us at the black delegates pod at gmail.com. 
Com. Let us know what you got. Uh, but for the delegates themselves, Box Wine Pop is the only one looking into the camera. So that's what I'm calling on. What are 10 movies? And these cannot be adult movies, Box Wine right. Poppy. Uh, <laughs> 10 mainstream movies that you've seen, or three mainstream movies that I'm, you've I was, seen. I was, like, I was like, if I got to drop off 10 movies, we're going to have a, a long ass time here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I will I will leave Booty Talk Forty Seven off this list. So that's fine. But uh, no, for, first movie I'm gonna go with is Half Baked Man. Uh, st- oh. I haven't seen it in a while actually, but still still remains a classic. Look, man, I was on Dave Chappelle early. I watched Half Baked. My friend in college. I'm not saying I was a weed head back then, but maybe a little bit. But Half Baked was great, man. I was I was into Dave Chappelle. I remember my wife when when Chappelle's show first started. I was like, kept telling my wife, I was like, this dude, this movie, this show is gonna be great. Uh, you know, and she and she never liked Half Baked. I showed it to her like once or twice. She's like, "What is this?" But I probably got three copies of the DVD still in the house somewhere. I don't know why I have three copies of Half Baked, but I I do. So I can I can still quote it from time to time. And uh, yeah, it comes with Comedy Central, so I check that. Uh, let me see what else. Yo, anybody that wears that Sesame Street shirt you got on you can't be, is a weed. Right, you can't be taking seriously with a Sesame Street shirt. I'm trying to think what um you 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 want good movies, bad movies. What what do you want here? It doesn't matter. It don't matter. Uh, let's see. I mean, I definitely, I mean, the movie I've probably seen the most is Goodfellas. I mean, it's on TV literally every, every day. It's every weekend. It seems like Goodfellas on. So like every time the movie's on, I will, if it's on everything, but like the last like five minutes of the movie, which I don't really care for the last like five, 10 minutes of the movie. Uh, but if it's on any scene, I'm putting, if it's on, I'm just, I'm just letting it run until at least till in the commercial break, then I'll turn it and turn it. I just, you know, this is one of the movies I'm sure y'all watched it a million times too. It's just one of the movies you can't turn off, man. But it's, it's probably the my favorite movie ever, I guess. And now the dude, the main dude, is going to be in that new Sopranos movie. Y'all seen that come out yet? Okay. Y'all seen the preview for that? Yeah, I haven't seen that. They got a Sopranos. I think I think it's called like the the. I, I'm messing it up. It's something like the Mayors of Newark or something like that. But it's going to be Tony, the real dude that played Tony Soprano. His kid is going to be the young Tony Soprano. So it's going to be like how he like became the the you know the, okay. the local boss. But then in the trailer, I guess like the main main bad dude i don't know if it's the bad dude or if it's like uh like his like the dude that taught him but it's it's the it's the ray liotta dude from the main dude from goodfellas he's in this movie not as ray not as his goodfellas character but right but he's gotcha. in there so I, anyway i was like oh man it's, but every time i see him I, that's all i think of i say oh that's the dude from from, Good, from goodfellas that's all i think so then that one right, what's the last one look man when we were little kids, do y'all remember like on TV was this movie called Beastmaster? Do y'all remember this? Yes. It was basically like He-Man dude. It was basically like a He-Man dude running a loincloth and he could like control the little squirrels and stuff like yeah, that. And he like just ferrets. ferret. Yeah, he'd take the ferret yeah. and he'd like attack you. I, I don't know why, but but that movie that movie came like we were a kid. That movie was literally on every week on I think it was on USA or TBS. Every weekend it was like one, two, three. They were horrific movies, and I haven't seen it. I have not seen that movie. I guarantee I haven't seen the movie since I was twelve. But between the ages of like six and twelve, I probably saw that movie like four thousand times. So I just want to throw it out, it, it, y'all. y'all it, it was like on that channel it was like cartoons in the morning. Then it was like kung fu movies. Like it was like you know it was like 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 Chinese action kung fu movies for like three hours. And then the next was like Beastmaster. Do y'all remember this? Am I am I tripping? Yeah, I remember Beastmaster. Yeah, that dude was fire. What happened to that dude, man? I, I thought that dude was like the greatest actor of all time, man. I was like, oh, I mean, I, I, look, man, you was the only person that thought that. Little eight year old me, little eight year old me wanted to, wanted a ferret dog. You can't, don't act like you didn't want like two ferrets on your shoulder and just like attacking people. Anyway, all right, Sean, you go next since you just over there giggling at me. 
<laughs> that was just kind of funny. I, and then I was having flashbacks of that particular movie. I haven't seen that probably since I was eight or nine myself. So you know me, the note taker. I we have what five minutes to prep for the story, and I have listed out <laughs> several movies. So of my list of seven, I think I'm gonna narrow it down for you know I don't I don't even know if these are like necessarily my top three, but I've definitely seen these more than ten times, and I love them all. So my first one is I don't know if you guys remember super old throwback Clue. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. Yes, that was a yeah. Clue. Love that movie. Like literally, when I watch it now, I laugh out loud as if it is my first time seeing the movie. Even though I can quote it from beginning to end. Love, love, love that movie. So hold on. In in that movie, is that lady? Is that not Susan Sarandon in that movie? I've always wondered that. Is that Susan Sarandon? You know what I'm talking about? The yes, redhead lady uh, with the with the green that, dress. I think it is. I, I guess. Yeah, I, every time, I, every time when I was a little kid, I was like, "That's Susan Sarandon," but I don't know if it is or not. I don't. But I'm not sure about actually, that. I don't think it is actually because I think I used to think it was her and it is not. I don't think it is her. But never. I, I need. I need to get down to the bottom of that. Don't we'll yeah. Because it's it's on Amazon Prime. It's not. It's Leslie Ann Warren. Damn it. Okay, so I was she say, looks she just like Susan. Sarandon. She is a she is a Susan uh, Sarandon doppelganger. For sure. Okay. For sure. Yep. Uh, for me, also Get Out. That's another one that I love because I mean I feel like I've caught everything now but it was one that whenever i first started watching it over and over i would pick up something that i did not see the first time and i just i love that aspect about the movie and then the last hey, i don't say that ain't been out long enough to watch well, 10 times I, like that's a recent one <laughs> yeah. it comes on, it's it's on, on streaming anywhere <laughs> yeah it is it, it, it's like on a fx they've been playing on like fx or something like that like the uh i've seen it like several times on you know on basic basic ca- cable or whatever like that so yeah and then when I had cable, I recorded it, and then I just would just watch it literally from my DVR over and over and over again. I, I love that movie. And then another one for me, it's a toss-up. I would say between Disturbia and then The Best Man. The Best Man, that's just a really fun movie. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. I would not have I'm triggered now. I'm triggered. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I did not intend for you to be triggered. So I'm going to divert. I'm going to say Disturbia. So Disturbia was shy. Box wine mommy about to come downstairs like, what What was that? I'm trying to switch Mo the chest movie. In the house? I'm trying to switch the movie. So I'm going to say, not the best man. I'll say Disturbia. That was another fun one. Now, is, is Morris that's Chestnut a, why you Distur- watched that's, the that's best with man a, <laughs> over 10 times? Probably. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Go ahead, Sean. Tell, who, who, who do you like in Best Man so much? Uh, none of them in terms of like attraction. I just think it's a fun movie. I don't know if that's I believe true. all that. That's true. Ryan? What about you? While we were talking, I did the note taker thing and I started writing down See? movies and I realized <laughs> it's a lot of movies on here because for the, for the younger uh, members of our audience, we ain't had no choice but to watch some right. of these movies. Exactly. Beastmaster is When that movie example. came out, it was on every day. <laughs> and so you watched it every day because you ain't had no choice. Either you watched that or you watched the news. And we didn't want to watch the news as kids. No. So, uh, I'm going to pick a few out of here. One... The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys is one of my favorite movies of all time. Hey, that was on the so TV the other times. day. I watched like two minutes of it and I was like, yes. this is trash. I got to I keep trying to get my wife to watch it because she has never watched this movie before. Uh, so uh, it hasn't worked out yet. She, has, she finds something to do every time we're watching this movie. Uh, yeah, so I, I find something else to do too. It. But it's a good movie, man. I like it. 
you know, um, I'm gonna say Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I've seen that I've watched one. a lot mm, of classic. Oh, man, that's creepy. Classic. It was one yeah. of the ones that I knew nobody probably going to say, so I got to throw it in there. It was crazy. I did crazy. watch that. I think I made my wife watch it. I made her sit down and watch it like two years ago because I would talk about it, and she didn't believe it existed because uh, I'm like, yo, it's these clowns, <laughs> and they like uh, put a straw, a curly straw in you in a cocoon, and she was like, what? And I made her watch it. It don't make hey, no look. sense if you try to explain yeah. it to somebody. And she just looked at me like I was crazy after the movie yeah. went yeah. Hey, look, my, so wife would, my wife would not watch 30 seconds of that. Like, if, I, if she came out and saw anything creepy, like, she, she don't watch no... Like, the only horror movie we've seen is The Grudge, and that joint was PG-13, and that's the only horror movie she's ever watched, and she she never watched it again. So, like, she don't do... She don't do horror movies. We don't do... It. We, we're not, I'm not allowed to watch them in the house, so... Oh, okay. So, she would... Fr- right. so, so, Attack of the Killer, killer Clowns, like, that's a no-go, but that thing was... Crazy. I'm yeah. gonna throw listeners. If you haven't seen Killer Clowns from yeah, Outer Space, down. make sure like that's a movie you just gotta that's see. Crazy. You have to see it. All right. Uh, <laughs> have you seen it, Shannon? Yeah. Uh, I was like eight. All right. Sorry, right. Ryan. What's the, what you got? Honorable next? mention because I gotta throw out two because I don't want, I can't talk about them, but I did watch this movie a lot. The Abyss. Y'all remember that movie? Mm. The I Abyss. Never heard this one. It was one no, of the ones that on. was on HBO a lot. Uh, back when I first got HBO. But the number one movie I watched the most times, Aliens. Man, I watched Aliens so many times. It just had me in oh, that, no, That's not the original. That's, that's the second that's one, right? the second the, one, yeah. Aliens is the first one? Okay, yeah, gotcha. I'm pretty sure I watched the second one the most. Uh, that first one, eh, Alien, it was okay. But Aliens, loved it. Watched it plenty of times. Always on HBO, but that's that's probably one of my favorites right there. So what you got, Phenom? All right, all right. I got, uh, like y'all, I have several, but uh, I'm going to just give three. Maybe I'll do an honorable mention, too. Uh, one of them, and this is one of my favorite movies of all time. I was, uh, especially early Stephen King, or at least early for me. I mean, Stephen King been around for a while, but I was always a big fan of Stephen King books and movies. And probably one of my favorite ones, which I have to watch. If, if it's ever on TV, if I come across it, i got to stop and watch it. I don't care what I'm doing. I could be on the way to a wedding, on my way to a funeral. I'm stopping and watching this Hold movie. On, can, I get, can I guess? Off. Can I guess? The Go ahead. Maximum Overdrive? No, no. Shonda, you want to guess? I'll say it since it's something different than the other two. And nope, King. Misery. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Misery. You okay. Love that movie. <laughs> Love. I mean, Misery. if you say Stephen King, it, it, it's all gonna be weird. It's all gonna be weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah, especially like when when uh, she hobbled him. You know, she got the thing and hit his foot, and you know, you saw it in the. Oh man, yeah, brutal. So, yeah, that man. I love that movie. Uh, I love to watch. So I've seen that probably fifty times at least. Um, <laughs> Honorable mention another Stephen King one, Pet Cemetery. Uh, I, I used that to a love lot. that movie I too. That a lot. Yeah. So I used to watch it all the time mm. back in like the eighties or nineties. Uh uh I guess it's not recent anymore. It seems recent, but that's because we old. It's probably twenty years ago. The Matrix. Yeah. They got a new one coming out. They, they got part four coming out soon. You I heard about that? How they finna do that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all of those three, I was thinking the first one, but I've seen I've de- I've probably seen all three of those over ten times, and The Matrix was you know a huge movie for us because it kind of took us back to the kung fu style and the um, you know the graphics 
and the 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 motion the cgi and stuff that they used was dope so i was a huge fan of those movies so definitely seen those uh but the number one movie the movie i have without a doubt seen more than any other movie uh shonda says she knew uh one of her movies line for line the whole way through at one point i knew this movie line for line the whole way through i probably don't anymore but i've probably seen this movie a hundred times starring the greatest actor of all time Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Which one? Bl- blood sport. Blood sport. Oh, yo. Blood yo. sport. I, I don't think <laughs> no, it was I'm many there. lines in that movie, though. <laughs> 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 All he did was, oh, 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 like every five seconds. <laughs> don't disrespect the homie. For, uh, Forrest Whitaker's in there. The ho- that's the legend, man. He's in there. Forrest Whitaker's in there. What? Yeah, he's me. basically chasing Jean-Claude Van Damme like it, it, like he's like an undercover I don't know if he's CIA but he's like oh, chasing okay. the dude and so they're like Jean-Claude Van Damme is always running away from him and then they try to catch up to him and they're like come on you come with us and they're like okay let me just fight one more fight and then he just he runs away every Nothing single time was better than that dude like oh I can't see yeah when yeah when he threw the he threw the uh, <laughs> yeah. dust in his eye like the chalk dust in his eye Phenom and he just looking like <laughs> But Phenom, we were just talking about the, 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 the AI, the racist AI in that movie, Bloodsport, they got the one black dude and he's doing the monkey moves like this all around right. the thing. Oh, very racist. You forgot about yeah. that. I, right. I just saw that on social media. Somebody uh talked about that. It might have been it might have been on TikTok or Twitter where they were just talking about like yo he was from Africa. Like, yeah, he was from Africa. <laughs> he was like running around like a monkey, hopping on trees, he breaking like, coconuts. He was like this, yeah. and then he was like, kicked the dude, and then he, then he got killed. Remember, he, like, they bro- dude, well. dude just like sit there and just look, did like this, did like this, and then broke his back or something like that. And that was like, I mean, a lot of those movies in the 80s were like super racist, or at least, you know. Yeah. From whatever country they put you from, like they just used all the stereotypes, stereotypes <laughs> that they could to define that country, yeah. besides Americans. But uh, yeah, Bloodsport, I love that movie. That. Uh, yeah, and it, it used to be on all the, all time. the time. Yo, Jean Claude had a had a run, it. man. We don't really talk about him, but that dude had a run in the early '90s, late '80s, where he was in everything: Universal Soldier. All that kind of stuff, man. I love Universal Soldier. I thought that movie was dope, too. And did y'all know that there was, like, real-life beef with him and Steven Seagal? Because at the time, you know, Steven Seagal was making his movies, so it was a lot of people like, ah, Seagal could whoop Van Damme, or Van Damme could whoop Seagal. And Seagal, you know, he's arrogant, and so he used to always act like he was the greatest martial arts person in the world in real life so i, I would always hear people like now nah, in real life man uh seagal would smash him yada yada so because seagal used to talk so much stuff like whenever people would ask him the question he would almost like brush it off like van damn <laughs> like man i killed that cat and so they said one day van damn like went up to him at a party and was like yo i keep hearing you talk really? about you could whoop me <laughs> like let's go right here like this is a like a hollywood party and they said uh, Seagal just kind of dipped out. Like, he just, like, left. Like, he just was like, oh, I, I got something to do. And they said Van Damme approached him, like, a second time and was like, yo, you know, I keep hearing you saying you could beat me. Like, let, let's do it. And they said Seagal, Seagal he chickened really walked out. Away he tucked that Chuck ponytail was between his legs. Mm. It wasn't Van <laughs> Damme, Chuck Norris. I, I mean, look, man, I got into that beef, but like, man, like, I, I mean, I watched a couple of Steven Scott, man. He had, I mean, the couple, first couple of movies he had, they were, you know, they were, they weren't that bad, but like, 
Like, no, nah, man. Like, uh, like Jean-Claude was on steroids, for clearly in Bloodsport. He's just doing this jacked out of his mind. And, like, Steven Seagal is, like, soft and always wearing, like, all black so you can't see the flabbiness. And then he'd just be like... He, he ain't doing nothing. He ain't, he ain't got no move, no lateral quickness, nothing, man. He get right, killed. He's like hella yeah. slow. Yeah. <laughs> he was like... I mean, yeah, he had, on, he had a run, too. Like he had a run, too. He was more, yeah, he he was more low budget, movies. though. He was more low budget, I thought. Yeah, so that's it again, listeners. We want to hear your movies as well. Uh, we got one more topic. Do we? Oh, oh this is the crazy going. one. Keep going. <laughs> this is a crazy one. This is Shonda's uh, topic. Is Shonda, it? do you want to introduce? No, no, no like, don't play kidding. me. No, I was like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> you set me up. <laughs> right. Um. So there is a gentleman, there's a Dutch artist, and this actually isn't really a new story, but it's just an interesting story. Like I just came across it a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, uh, but I think this has actually happened several years ago. Uh, but there is a Dutch artist, his name is Bart Jensen, and uh, Bart like had a cat. You know, a lot of people have pets and a lot of people like dogs. Bart was a cat man, had a, a little cat, and uh you know, his cat, unfortunately, you know, was frolicking one day. I guess he, he got outside, ran outside. Cat's name was Orville, by the way. Orville, and, like uh, Orville Redenbacher? Like Orville Wright, actually. That's who named him after Orville okay. Wright. Because he likes flight, which will come into play here in a second. But uh, Orville got outside one day, ran across the street, uh, got hit by a car, met his early demise. And uh, Bart decided, you know what? I'm not ready to part with Orville. Uh, he Again, he's named after Orville Wright uh, of airplane fame. And so uh, Bart Jensen did what any of us would do, any of the Black Delegate <laughs> podcasts would do. And he turned his cat, Orville, into a drone. Yes, what? he, like, skinned the cat. <laughs> he put... <laughs> he put a drone, like he put his skin around was the it, drone. Was the like cat's arms out like yeah, an egg? Look at the picture. Look at the picture. <laughs> click dog, click on the, the drone line. picture, dog. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to okay. put another link in the chat. Uh, oh, God. Um, but, yeah, he turned it, this dead cat into a drone and flies him around. I Shonda, saw that. I, I always thought it was a joke. Because it severely creeped you out what do you think about <laughs> orville the cat drone and check the show notes listeners if you want to see the cat drone for yourself make sure you <laughs> click on that okay, yeah. so when you first introduced the story it was equally as disturbing like two weeks later i i am still really creeped out by this and bart is mr and I mean that in the most <laughs> diplomatic way possible, but literally there is something wrong with him. For him to, like, aside from the cat, reading the article, I actually had to stop because when he talked about his infatuation with death and how it started when his grandmother passed away and he couldn't help mm -hmm. help himself but poke and prod, literally, that he said that he poked at her corpse because he was so infatuated with, with, with death. I just thought he he needed an evaluation starting then. This we is may be sick. talking about him in October. 
Yeah, exactly. I think he's definitely gonna uh, uh, make make another appearance on the show with, for for something else. But no, he he needs some some serious help, and and this this cat is disgusting. Like I I, I how could you skin gut your cat, stretch it, cup it over a drone, and then make it fly? That's sick. And that's all I have to say. And I don't even know if he cupped it over a drone. I know that's what I said initially, but I think he just, like, he just turned it into a drone. Like, he put propellers where his paws were. He put, like, some landing gear. Uh, you know, he probably embalmed them to make them that yeah, stiff. He looks oh, stretched okay. over, like, yeah, the, the he stretched top over of the like, top of like, a That's drone. what it looked like from the picture to me. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I don't know about yeah, the, maybe. You know, the specific yeah, maybe. But, but, just, but did you did you sick. watch the full video that he's got on this? Like, like this. I mean, he's like he's got, like, an ostrich that he's made into a drone, too. And he's got, like, a, a like a head you can take off. And he's got, like, a he's got, like, something like something in his house. Like, it's like a, it, it was just going up and down. But it was, like, I don't know if it's a rat or, like, a... There's I a saw ferret? the video when he talked about poking at his his dead grandmother's body. <laughs> I was done <laughs> last week. <laughs> now, box box wine. What would you do if you walking down the street and you just see this cat drone flying at you? Because at that point, you don't even know the cat's dead. You just see <laughs> a, a cat, cat drone like flying at you. <laughs> uh, my my defense mechanism is my pants probably is what's gonna happen. <laughs> And the cat's eyes are open. Orville's yeah, eyes are wide open, open, so he looks alive. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm watching the part with the ostrich. This guy's ostrich with his long neck, and his guy's eyes just wide open. Man, this dude's insane. But yeah, man, he needs to be careful, though, man. Animal lovers, I'm, man, people love animals, man. Like people get really, like, they might not get so much about like ostriches and stuff like that, but like cats, like people would get really upset about that, man. So like he, he might get, he might get his ass whooped if, if uh, he flies that drone around the wrong people. That's he has to be careful about that stuff. But well, the the thing is, and what he said is that, like, he doesn't kill any animals. He only gets animals that, you know, have passed away naturally or whatever. Like, his cat got hit by a car, so the cat was already dead. So he, like, the ostrich, he found a dead ostrich. And did, but he's got a whole refrigerator um, full of dead animals that he just got sitting there, like, like marinating in a freezer in his house. Like, that is, that's weird, man. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Ryan? What? I, I, I hate to say this, but... Kind of one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, Ryan's tax, on eBay taxidermy, right now. Taxidermy up. is a thing, and if you can stuff your dog and sit it on your countertop or whatever, then why can't this man put it on the drone? I would, if I'm a cat, I would rather be on a drone than be just sitting on some weird old lady's countertop. So, hey, I like it. I, th- I think it's cool, man. It's, it's a, it looks cool because his eyes is open. He looks fresh. He doesn't look like he's old. Or anything like it's cool. So you feel like Norman Bates was justified by not putting his mom in the ground, but but stuffing her and putting her in the window with her eyes. <laughs> well, this dude is, Say is for October. real is close it, to being crazy. He's real close to being a psycho, but he's trying his best not to, for the sake of his dead grandmama. So let's thank her. She raised him right. He's fighting off the demons every day. <laughs> Yeah, and one story I read, they were talking about him. They were asking him, like, what do his neighbors think? Because, you know, he's testing all this stuff out at home, and, you know, you got a flying ostrich head or flying, you know, all this. And they talked to some of his neighbors, and they were just like, like, they weren't weirded out by him. They're just like, ah, you know, every town's got, like, a little odd dude. They're like, he don't harm anybody. He's not causing trouble. Like, he's just a little different, but 
Like they support. He's got a drawer full of breast milk that he's gonna make cheese out of. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did you see that part? <laughs> that's a random yes, part. Yes, I saw that one. Yes. Dog, if you out there making like some pizza with some breast milk cheese, you are a <laughs> man. Go ahead and play the sick Negro drop for me, Ryan. Can you, can you just, just insert that right here, please? This is a sick Negro. Thank you. So, listeners, let us know what do you think about taxidermy? If your uh, pit bull uh, went to heaven, would you want to make it a drone? If your little gerbil uh, went to heaven, would you want to make it a drone? You know what would be like the dopest one for real? If you could do like a snake, that would freak the heck out of everybody. If you just got like a python that was a a, a drone, that would freak people all the way <laughs> out. Don't don't way. get no ideas. Don't get that man up. no ideas, you please. Curled up, I guess you could do it. <laughs> right. So, uh, Shonda, if people want to see the show notes, if they want to learn more about cat drones, uh. What's the website that they can go to? They can check it out at blackdelegates.com. Uh, Ryan, if people want to email, if they make their own cat drones or if they're into taxidermy and uh, stuffing things and they want to send us pictures, where can they send that you can to? Email us at theblackdelegatespot at gmail.com. And box wine poppy, if people want to help out the show, if they want to help us to grow, to get to that next level, what can they do? Rate us five stars on whatever platform you use it. Apple, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, whatever the hell we're on. Do that. <laughs> Give us five stars. <laughs> Give us a little comment. You know what to do. And also, you can follow us on social media. We are at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. Also on Facebook for all the old heads in the building. Uh, just look up the Black Delegates podcast. I am at Ghetto Phenom on Instagram and Twitter. The Black Ryan's at The Black Ryan on Instagram and Twitter. And Box Wine Poppy on Twitter only. Shonda, you got to get your page. You got fans now. You got folks asking about you. They trying to they trying to see something, Shonda. You got to put it out there for them. You know what? I I I uninstalled Instagram from my phone about a month ago. So I'm not mm. no longer on the gram. Yeah. So when I make this burner page, she will never see it. Perfect. Mm. You should Probably make a the, fake I, I, Shonda page. Photoshop. I'm about to catfish yeah. all folks. We're gonna have a number one podcast in the nation. Don't do that to me, please. Right. All right, but again, thank y'all for rocking with us. We will be back next week. Uh I thought it was hilarious, Ryan. Uh when you cut the last episode and I was like, Hey, we'll see you next week. And you're like, the Black Delegates podcast is not recording or whatever yeah. you uh, put on the end of that. That was hilarious. But we will be back next week. Uh, so go ahead and check your podcast counts and we will holler at you then. Peace. Flowers in the Attic. Also a good move. Picks up about three yards. <laughs>